You're listening to KLYT. Welcome back to ABQ Connect. Well, a very Merry Christmas to all uh, from the KLYT staff and management. We appreciate everyone uh, taking time to listen throughout the holidays. And, of course, over the weekend, we'll have some great uh, Christmas carols and other programming you don't want to miss, including Christmas at Calvary. Make sure you're tuned in for that Saturday night at 7 o'clock, Sunday morning at 1130. Uh, and... Uh, Weekly, we're we're blessed to get a Friday financial update from John Moore Associates. Uh, Brian Cochran takes the time to inform us and uh, keep us educated, uh, looking at our finances through a biblical worldview lens. Brian, thanks again for joining us. Yeah, and a Merry Christmas to you, Steve. Yeah, we're looking forward to the weekend and a time with family. And, you know, I, when you think about <laughs> sometimes this is the time of year where you get around the table with family, you don't see maybe any other time of year. And, uh, you know, there's so many people that say, you know, around the, the dinner table, you know, the, uh, there's no talk. Uh, now, uh, certainly they, they say no religion, but, you know, it's Christmas time. So let's talk about celebrating Jesus. Uh, but they say stay away from politics. And, and maybe a close third to that, Brian, is, is talking about family and finances. Uh, but uh, uh, there may be some some things we can do as as we're together with family over the holidays. Yeah, we we often see this with families where there's a lot they share, right? They'll share stories of you know military service, or they'll share stories of how you know the parents or grandparents met, and um, share stories of you know sports adventures and accomplishments there. So, but we often see money is often left out of family conversations. And I think that's, um, that's not a good thing. That's something that we need to equip the next generation with knowledge and skills around money. And one of the ways to do that is to just tell stories, you know, talk about your highs and lows, talk about things you did that were great successes that involved money. And then lessons you've learned around generosity, around, um, debt, around, investing. And uh, what we see is that the families that do that often have children that pick up the positives and learn from the mistakes of their parents. And we have the good fortune of working with many multi-generational family relationships where we work with three or even four generations of a family. And it's amazing to see those who are intentional about financial storytelling and sharing principles, uh, how much of that is is caught or taught. Um through the next generation. Yeah. So it really is a great opportunity as we head into a weekend where family, uh, will be together and, and, uh, yeah, I, you know, just from what you're saying, I mean, I can see, uh, even in, in my own family where, you know, uh, early on we had, a uh, uh, things were a lot tighter in our family and the uh, things that we did to kind of overcome that or, or get through it. Uh, and then, uh, just the work ethic, you know, which is another thing, I th- a conversation to have, especially in the, uh, the economy that we're in and, uh, some of the habits that we're seeing with the, uh, with the workforce. Uh, but, uh, it's a good opportunity just to share, uh, you know, what and I'm only in my fifties, but you know, uh, I'm, I'm part of the older, uh, part of my family and it's a, uh, a great opportunity. I know, uh, we're, we're having a get together where, where my mom, uh, will be part of that. And, um, uh, it's just, uh, I, I agree. I would agree. You know, I, I think it's, it's almost the, the word we didn't use yet to not have those conversations, Brian would be a detriment. 
Yeah, there's a lot of wisdom there just through life experience. And we know the Bible's full of great principles, but uh, the experiences and, um, and the, again, the highs and lows uh, that our parents and grandparents have experienced can, can bring a lot to us. And it could be as simple as you're sitting around the table and you say, hey, Grandma, how did you and Grandpa buy your first house? Man, we're trying to buy a house and it seems really tough. How did, how did that work for you guys? Or, you know, oh, you know, you've got your nephew there or your grandson there at the table who's just finishing up college soon. And you say, what are you thinking for your career? And, you know, one of the things I wish I'd done when I first started working is saving more. And when I started saving for retirement, I was amazed. And I only, you know, grew my savings over time because I experienced the joy of seeing my financial security grow. You know, having those conversations, not out of judgment and not out of preaching to somebody, um, but we often think about in Proverbs 22, verse 6, is train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. And a lot of people know that verse. But you know the next verse, 7, is the rich rules over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender. Maybe it's not a coincidence that those things are back to back. We're supposed to be training up the next generation. And in that, maybe we teach them about you know caution about debt. Maybe we teach them about the importance of giving first and saving second and living on what's left rather than the other way around. These are principles a lot of us have learned through experience that uh, we owe to the next generation. Yeah, and maybe even uh, as we have given uh, going into the end of the year to, uh, uh, not for the pat on the back, but to share with family uh, those organizations that we did share with uh, so they're aware of the organization and the need uh, that those organizations have that if if family hasn't done that end of year giving or giving it all through the year, uh, you know, just to, again to have that example uh, subtly available uh, to the next generation. Absolutely, and what I'll note here is, especially for those young people in their teens and twenties, there's a lot about money out in the world uh, on TikTok and on YouTube, and you know, just there's information everywhere. And I'll tell you right now, most of it is not going to produce good fruit. And most of it is counter to biblical principles. A lot of it's about hasty speculation and greed. And so if you're not providing a counter to that by sharing wise principles through your experiences, uh, it's a good chance that those young people are going to go into this new year without the knowledge they need to be good stewards. And that's part of our role as the parents and grandparents is to help grow the next generation into wise stewards uh, who are managing money and, and the principles that God gives us through the Bible. So I encourage people to be bold in that. And again, you don't have to talk about specific numbers. You don't have to talk about anything that's judgmental, but just share a principle or two um, through story and and see where it lands. Yeah, one of the other things uh, we can encourage uh, uh, family to go to as far as the resource, you know, you mentioned all the TikTok and all the different, you know, uh, areas online that have really some pretty poor insight and advice. Well, the insights tab at johnmore.com just continues to be a free resource uh, that our families can go to under various, I mean, not just various, uh, extensive uh, topics uh, that are available there uh, to consider, whether it's giving and whether it's different kinds of saving, uh, whether it's uh, how young people maybe should be considering uh, to be saving and so much more, Brian, have I left anything out? 
No, it's great. We, we try to cover all the main areas of finances and it's a searchable tool so you can look for specific topics. And I was just talking this week with Bethany Filer, who sat with uh, you and me uh, last month to do a, a full hour together, which was wonderful. She's going to continue a series of what we're calling Money 101, which are basic financial principles, uh, including in the next month or so, she's going to post about uh, credit cards and what are some principles young people should be aware of when looking at managing credit cards wisely. So we're going to try to keep that content relevant for people of all levels of financial acumen and maturity so that uh, those young people get benefit from that information. All right. And I want to remind our listeners uh, uh, with the holiday upon us next Friday, we'll have a full hour with Brian Cochran from John Moore Associates. And Brian, it's actually a conversation you and I had a chance to record earlier in the fall uh, that we're able to bring back once in a while that really just kind of covers some glossary items uh, that uh, yeah, we throw out when we talk about uh, handling uh, our finances through a biblical worldview lens. And, uh, you know, sometimes we, we make an assumption people know what some of these terms mean, uh, but it's a real good hour of covering some of those terms to make sure uh, the basics are, are better understood. Yep, very important. And we'll get to that uh, next week for the full hour for our Friday financial update. Uh, Brian, you and your family have a terrific Christmas and and a happy new year. And we'll look forward to uh, uh, getting more insight from you from our Friday financial updates as we head into 2024. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. All right. Merry Christmas from KLYT. And join us uh, throughout next week, uh, although uh, we'll actually be off throughout the week. Uh, we've prepared uh, uh, some uh, new material for you. you you'll want to be tuned in for in the 1 o'clock hour on ABQ Connect. Uh, and don't forget to join us for uh, the Christmas at Calvary message with Pastor Skip Heitzig tomorrow night at 7 o'clock and Sunday morning at 11.30. Thanks for tuning in on ABQ Connect. ABQ Connect is a production of KLYT. The views expressed on ABQ Connect do not necessarily reflect the views of the staff or management of KLYT. 